1: Common. Hey, everybody, welcome to the podcast. The firm who believes e bikes are the beginning of the end of I civilized society. I want an e bike. You, you want an e bike? I do. Great. <laughs> I'm Pat Bulger. This is the Packfiller podcast. I'd ask the audience to applaud, but there aren't anybody here who really knows what we're all about. But if anybody wants to applaud, it would be wonderfully given. And, and it would make us sound far more authentic. Thanks, you guys. Tonight, we're live at the Badass Backyard Brewing Company in the Spokane Valley. This is our second time here. Big thanks to the crew here, I love coming here, love the beer, and there is a bike shop two doors down, so what more could you ask for? Uh, Cycling season is in full swing, so is our our live season, we're starting off with an incredible bang. Uh, Pack Filler, a show all about about the bike, all about riding, all about racing, all about the culture surrounding there, so let's get to the point, let's talk to our individual panel here today, and I've got new introductions because we jumped all over the place, but you know this guy first, I'm going to start in the middle. You know him from the podcast and likely you can't um probably make it through a podcast uh sober if you've you've listened at any length in time. Um because every time this man's name was mentioned by our other host, uh you had to drink. So um he's fast, he's friendly, and everybody loves him. Welcome to the show, Mr. Roger Thompson. Drink. <laughs> drink. Um uh, next. Uh you know him also from the podcast, especially all these live shows, um which he's been now the regular at the highs and the lows and the and our shows tonight. Um <laughs> he's he's uh, he's I don't know if he's been at it as long as the rest of us, but we'll cut him some slack for that. So welcome to the back to the show, the great Paul Maine.
4: Thanks, Pat. And I feel like a uh, second-ass prom date. You <laughs> asked somebody else, and you called me at the last minute to join. Well, so
1: I plan on you being in the next one, oh, and okay. so this one just be kind of right, came right. another, you know. And I don't want to—I don't want to okay. wear people I'm going out to the on prom. you. prom. Oh, you, okay, yeah. you're you're at the Thank prom. You. Yeah, Paul found out about his guest spot about three rental hours ago.
4: Dress. Yeah,
1: yeah, <laughs> his rental dress.
4: i and was there, gonna go with my mom. Yeah.
1: <laughs> And, of course, you've also heard of him from the podcast. He used to be a rival. Now he's a producer responsible for some pretty cool guests that I've had on the, sh- on the show because he's, he's got these, these contacts in the business that I don't know, I wish I could get. Now he's a, he's a giant among men. Nobody gets that in the room because nobody knows where Carson I, I works. It. I got it I appreciate yeah, yeah. It. thank you thank yeah. You. He now lives in a bike town, which we can all agree maybe rivals Spokane in terms of a level of of high class athletes but let's welcome to the show Carson Hagen. how are you, man hey
0: uh pat on on uh you know i I know the people here at at, at uh, backyard Brewing uh appreciate this, but for those out in podcast land i I really appreciate your allowing us to do this naked <laughs> it's you know it's uh, it's it, free freeing. Yeah, yeah. yeah yeah it's it's obviously cold in here for you
1: <laughs> no it's just a lot of years on skinny stuff. oh yeah okay yeah. <laughs> got
0: it <laughs>
1: <laughs> just brooks i say we just go Not's for a, it yeah brooks that's, well that's they brooks okay good yeah. they kept yeah. telling me it'd break in but is that is, it is that, that is, is that brooks oil then? it is yeah. okay it good is. good yeah. Yeah. good not just dribbling okay good. it's seasoning yeah cool <laughs> You know what, I get to tear the page because I had other people to introduce tonight, but they all bailed. Hey, Mark. um, (laughs) For those of you who don't (laughs) know, there was a reunion theme here tonight. At one point, everybody on this panel was a pretty fast bike racer once upon a time, many of us teammates, some even rivals, and now we're a bit older, some racing, some still trying, all of us at least, I think, still ride. Um, Gentlemen, let's reminisce. Um, I guess we could start with Carson at the far end. What was it that turned you to bike racing? What was it that got you involved?
0: Me? Um, it was watching Rebecca Twig in the... Um,
4: <laughs> you can stop right there. That's good. Yeah, well, <laughs> I did.
0: Yeah, I mean, I watched, watched her <clears throat> like, <laughs> like a stalker. But I, uh, I did watch her uh, in the Self Magazine Classic in 1985. Um, and uh, her and Inga Thompson and uh, Sophie Eaton, who ironically now works for me, but, um, yeah, just, that was my first real yeah. pro fast bike race. I saw it. I was completely enraptured. Like it looked like a lot of fun and, uh, I was hooked and I did a, um, we called it novice back then. So the next year I did a novice crit, got my ass completely, uh, obliterated and still wanted to keep doing it. And, uh starts there my whole career uh everything i basically do revolves around bikes from that moment
1: or does Thanks, it rebecca yeah i was gonna say it revolves around rebecca Although, yeah rebecca's strangely enough very hard to find these days i wonder if she's you not here what the put hell her into some form you of what you promised to she's gonna be here god damn
5: <laughs> roger what was your excuse you know it's kind of interesting because it it Kind of follows what Carson just said. Actually, uh, in '84, Spokane hosted the Olympic cycling trials, um, and I got Rebecca Twig's autograph on the <laughs> on the program, uh, <laughs> as well as many others. But I remember when I walked up to her and said, "Hey, could I get your autograph?" And she looked at me and smiled and said, "Absolutely." And she, I, I'm pretty sure she had something <laughs> for me at the moment. I need a moment. Um, but uh, I have had something for her since then. And, uh, and so I started riding my bike a bit more and then started racing in 85. Um, I think one of my very first training rides was you were there. Um, and then I just went on a ride by myself. But, um, and then it just started from there. So, uh, yeah. I do specifically remember a training ride in particular where you met the
1: front end of a car, and I, that was I, that later. Was it later? Okay. Oh, and,
5: and again, like I'll follow what Carson was saying uh, about my first race was down in. It was a novice. It was a race that, that you were at um, down in Moscow, and then the next day was in Pullman. And um, little name dropping, Kirk Willett. It was one of his first races, <laughs> um, and he in the first or second corner he rolled both his tires. Um, that, you sure it, that yeah. was Kirk? Yeah. Because I rolled one and got no, no that all was over a, your page. That was a couple car. years ago. Okay. That was a couple years after that, okay. yes. And uh but anyway, yeah, that was uh yeah, the novice racing. It was a big scene where you had all ages in in a criterion. Such a complimentary term too. Novice. <laughs> <laughs> Just like air. No sanctioning. Yeah. Paul, what's your excuse?
4: Well, it was with me too. I, I got started, and it was a lady. I was over in Seattle, and uh, met this lady. Not at a bar. She was just riding her bicycle, and we ended up spending the night together. And <coughs> asked the what name her, name that's right. <laughs> her name is. That's right. She <laughs> gave me a poster. I had it. No, no, that's. Oh God. That's a fabricated story. Yeah, okay. Uh, actually, I was. Uh, and this is a true story. I'm. I'm in college. Um, and uh, I'm watching TV on CBS in 1984, and they had this race called uh, Paris Roubaix thing.
1: Oh, I've heard of that.
4: Yeah, and uh, you know what? You I should went go to that I, I did. I did. Oh, yeah, really? I don't know if I ever told you. Yeah. But yeah, that was it. And I think everybody, this, that's the new Roger. Th- here's a here's a, a trivia question: Who won '84 Roubaix? Uh, Sean Kelly. Yep. Very good. Yeah, okay. so that's that's how I started, and then I rode around and met some guy out at Eastern. Uh, his name was Duke, um, and he got me, yeah, OTB, um, and uh, he says, hey, you should race, and I said, okay, so my first race was a TT, and your sister Molly actually kind of held my hand through registration, had a blast. The next race is up at Green Bluff, that little drop down, and, and I'm with, uh, warming up, Calvin Jones was the the coach at Arive, and... Uh, he was, like, shouting out these, I was in the B-Pack, and he shouted out the B-Pack, and I did, missed a start. He stopped me. I said, that's my race. He goes, well, you better catch him, boy. I take off. Back in the toe clips and straps, flip the pedal over, look up, I'm in the ditch. I pilot, like, 10 meters from the start line, and it's chased, and that. And I still loved it, you know. So,
1: um, What's, okay, so everybody but Paul pretty much had a heterosexual crush on a <laughs> uh, on, a, on a on a famous I just, I this is hey, the Rebecca Twig
0: podcast. Yeah, well, it just might be clearly. labeled.
1: I, I've been I've been talking to Sophie about having her on the show, and I, I my wife fortunately rarely listens to this show, so I can say out loud right now I had a crush on Sophie for all the years too. Oh, did, oh yeah, did yeah. Yeah, you? Yeah. Don't tell her that though. Her oh, oh that. I, I won't tell yeah. her that's, <laughs> I think oh. I followed Sophie around oh, like a oh puppy. that's good like a like a homesick puppy. Oh, yeah. For those of you who can't see anything, we Wait, have a what's that? Of maybe it. Maybe in, in the show notes you can post In the a show picture notes, of... I'll post that.
4: It's, yeah. It's so, so if your iPod 11, suddenly shows. It's the 7 shows. Eleven poster. Remember that she's in there? Yeah. In the skin suit, I think it is. Yeah, we're all
1: being really yeah. creepy. Yeah, um, uh, yeah, yeah. So, guys, obviously, the the world has changed since we started, since what um, I recall fondly as, you know, ride, junior rider fields at a weeknight race that were 50, 60 kids. Um, the sport. Has obviously gone through changes. What do you guys consider are the biggest changes to the sport, both positive and negative? I guess we could say
0: Lance Armstrong,
1: positive and negative. <laughs> okay, how okay? Well, give me obviously, we have the negatives, we also have. Well, what would you say are specifics he, in that case? He
0: absolutely made bike racing, um, he transcended it from this weird hobby for skinny dudes to, like, this mainstream sport that people were watching the tour that had no idea that bike racing was even a sport. And for seven years, um, you know, he put it on the map. And then the fact that, you know, his his personality was extremely controversial and he said and did some polarizing stuff, he did make this sport visible for quite a while.
1: So that's the good and then you're going to turn around
0: and say the bad uh, doping i mean yeah he's of course there's that's the elephant in the room but I, that's not really why he's <clears throat> controversial for me he's controversial for me because he <clears throat> i don't think he was necessarily a good leader that
5: that's my big problem with him yeah
1: okay okay roger
5: well, that's a that's a very broad topic. Well, yeah, uh, I mean, if I, we're going to narrow it down, I, I could narrow it down I always, to biopaced chain rings, right? You know, well, which are back then. in another yeah. name, rotor rings, and everything yeah. like that. But um, you know, it's interesting. And it, it, if I don't think one, I mean, as you look in Europe, as you're there, junior cycling, you look at you know around the world. What does junior cycling look like compared to what it is here in the United States? And I don't. That's always the question: Is why in the United States is it such a uh, you know from when we all raced as juniors you know fields would fill and you had to mail in your registration you know it wasn't you didn't register online so um, to say what what has caused the de- the kind of the demise because I don't think even when Lance was racing and you're in the bike industry so you probably have the data to support it but um, it didn't still seem like when he was you know at his height that we were seeing a big huge change in junior cycling a big huge push or the numbers were growing and growing what i felt like i saw more of is, is more people of our generation strapping on kits that mimicked you know uh you know whatever team you know whether it was postal discovery radio shack or whatever um that's what i saw it got me people out on bikes but i don't know if it got it it stimulated any interest into racing um and that's i think where i don't know is that good do you have to race to bring a sport like this into the you know to get people participating i don't know
1: roger as a as a triathlete as a professional triathlete do you think that had an impact positive and or negative on on what we see as i mean we could you know i'm not talking just about road cycling I'm right. talking about bike you know bike sales about the biking cycling culture about all that across the board um you've been involved heavily in that so do you see something you know i i see as a huge boost but you know i don't know if that transferred over into the other <laughs> dimensions of yeah
5: well, you well, you're you're at those races announcing them you're seeing the numbers in in endurance sport you know drop as well um registrations uh licenses applied for in terms of individual racing licenses and stuff it's dropping dramatically and where's the big draw right now it, it's it's I think it's just morphing into other things, into other endurance events. And I think people really are fascinated with these long events that aren't really measurable. A good friend of mine, we had a good, uh, long discussion about the four-minute mile. You know, yeah. it's like, where where is that four-minute mile? And, and I don't think that's a, a, a dream of many people's anymore um, to achieve because it's so painful. Whereas, you know, if you say, oh, my buddy, he ran a 359 mile, and, and their friend, oh, well, my buddy did this. 100-mile trail race. Yeah. Oh, yeah. your buddy's a really good runner because he ran a 100 miles. Or is that? So which would beg the question is, is the longer you go, the better runner or athlete you are and whatever, you know? Yeah. Um, and so I don't know. I, it feels like that's where people are generally going, you know, things that aren't measured necessarily as much um, and are more... Uh, in a participant role, whether it's the fondos, whether it's the gravel races, in terms of the bike, um, the runs, you see it. You know, it's it's the it's the mud, it's the color, it's the obstacle, it's the um, yeah. anything but a traditional, um, I guess, measured race.
1: Yeah, you and I had an ex- uh, a discussion. I remember a while ago about the difference between people saying they are nationally ranked in a sprint triathlon distance versus. I did an Ironman. Right. That term all of a sudden makes it sound like it's something above and beyond. Right. And, yeah, I see that as, that, that, that you, I agree with you, that's changing. Um, cycling's one of those sports, again, and I said it multiple times, you start the race, if you get dropped from the race, your day's over. You've paid a full entry fee to ride for 15 minutes with the group. Um, but if I go out and do a Fondo, uh, you get food stops along the way, and, yep. hey, I beat Bill. And so, that, no, that's, I, th- I, th- I see that as something that's hurting, obviously. Paul, positive, negatives?
4: Uh, positive. Uh, I'd have to agree with Carson on that, but uh, I want to take it in a different level, I think. Um, I don't know if I told you, but I went to uh, Peru Bay. You did. Yeah. Well. Oh, yeah. So, anyway, there's a... Drink. Yeah. So, there's a, I, I interviewed that you recorded these guys um, from Flanders and, the, and their, their response about why cycling... Uh, they didn't want to go to Flanders and watch that race because it was all a bunch of the VIPs, all the money that's involved with that. And th- it was cycling over there and still is. It's, a, it's you know, like a blue-collar sport. It is, you know, for people to gather. It's, it's that type of thing. And I think uh, here in the U.S., unfortunately, and even when I got started in 85, it was all about, you know, you look at the junior team. It, I remember hearing, yeah, it depends on how much money your dad put to the USCF or, you know, that, whether it's true or not. I mean, that's what it was. And and, uh, and I think, you know, we, we talk about grand Fondos and how they're growing, but they're starting to drop a little bit. And the gravel race, uh, you know, that's a big thing. And to reiterate what Roger said, too, is the distance to the Dirty Kansas. that's 200 miles. They added a 350-mile one. I mean, these people are wrecked after 200 miles. Yeah. And, and it's supposed to be this great atmosphere. Now there's a big controversy because the the Katie who won the women's, her husband who was in a car crash, they decided to ride it together, and she, you know, they worked together, and they considered it somebody considered, it, you know, cheating, and so now here's this whole con- controversy of, you know, there shouldn't be any drafting, or is it, what's the purpose of the race? Wow. I mean, yeah. it's not, it's not even, you know, it's they get a belt buckle, you know, why are, it, it's just humans, and then all of a sudden. It, Fame and money seems to destroy the fun, of, fun factor. And I think that's, that's the bad side of what Lance brought. He, he was all about the money, too. He was chasing down these sponsors. And, uh, you know, they all... It, it just ruins the sport. It, it's the focus.
0: I think I think, for me, the overarching theme is that <clears throat> people are realizing they can have fun riding bikes. You know, and racing... I I can count on one hand the times I had genuine fun at a bike race, but it wasn't about that. It was, you know, at the time, it was more about, you know, self-fulfillment and and ego stoking, but now I've done a couple grand fondos this year, and all of them involved really good food, great courses in the Napa Valley and Northern California, and I rode with Bob Roll for three hours, just me and him. I mean... I don't freaking care who the fastest person was that day, you know. It wasn't me, but I had a great
1: time. We rode hard. Is that our age speaking? Well, but Roger's is still extremely competitive. Paul's still extremely competitive. I mean, is that our age speaking where it's just like I'd rather go out and just kind of cruise, or is that a is that where the sport's going?
0: Maybe. Maybe, or maybe it's just... You know, maybe it's like an old horse going out to pasture syndrome. Like you just don't want to <laughs> do it anymore. Like you just want to have fun. You know, and I think there's a lot of people like that.
1: Except There's no stud fees involved, which really kind of pisses me off. But stud fees. You know, oh, yeah. Yeah, going and out to pasture. Fees. But
0: yeah. well, that's true. Yeah. Of course, we know where to go to 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 create the, the perfect uh, 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 young horse. <laughs> <laughs> Bend. Yeah, of course.
1: <laughs> So let me ask you guys, this is, um, and, and this, I'm kind of just, you know, going our days versus the current days, just to not to sound too old, but I guess I am. How about the roads themselves? Um, is it more dangerous to be out on a bike on roads today than it was in, in the days in which we started? Is that maybe a deferring factor? Well, Anybody?
0: Well, these uh, two guys are triathletes, so they're out in speedo. No, okay. Whoa, Carson. Whoa, just Sorry, sorry. Just Roger.
5: All right. Since, sorry. Since since I we thought you were too
0: i I'm apart. sorry. <laughs> 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 sorry. Since Roger's out there in, in in rural uh, Spokane with yeah. uh, speedo on. Um, oh God! You've just dated yourself. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I imagine it's pretty tough for you, dude. Roger's texting his wife
4: call I'm me and here. tell me I have to leave <laughs> yeah. I, you know getting back to the question I, I don't, you know, I, I ride quite a bit I commute and everything, I don't think it's any da- more dangerous I think we're more alert, I think there is a problem you know obviously with texting and stuff but the incidents, maybe, maybe we, because of our age, you bring up the age thing we're starting to feel our mortality and it's like oh god I'm not going to get on the road and you know I, 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 you, you brought up talking about Sending Jackson out on a, yeah. on a ride, you know. I'm thinking more people get killed by cars and car accidents that we, get, we don't even bat an eye sending your kid in a car. Of course, yeah. it's got pads and all that type of thing, you know, airbags and stuff. But uh, to me, it, I don't think it's any more dangerous. I don't. And, and I feel comfortable. There's some morons out there. but yeah. I mean, I dealt it in my 20s and I wanted to fight them. Now I just wave at them. So just
1: just yesterday, my son and I are an hour. We were out riding, and he asked me a couple of things. I I remember telling him specifically. I remember my parents would leave for Sandpoint, which is a 75 mile drive away from here, on a Friday, and I would go hang out with my friends Friday night, and then Saturday morning, I get in the I get on my bike and I'd ride 75 miles on the highways to Sandpoint, and that was just you didn't blink about that, and and that's
5: without a phone.
1: Yeah. Absolutely, yeah, it, it, if, I, if I needed something, I'd have to find a phone a phone booth or knock on somebody's door along the way. And I mean, yeah, are, are are we at the point where that is such a dangerous endeavor anymore? or are we just being fed
5: more information to make us scared? I, I think it's a combination of, of, of a few things. Number one is, everything's in, in pictures now. Everything we see is is yeah. videoed, yeah. so we get to see it live. Um, or right after it happened because someone arrives on the scene, but having been hit by a car a couple times, um, one severe and one less severe. That was uh, the first time. Um, yeah, and, and how many close calls have we all had? Uh, it, it, I mean, there's just so many. I mean, every ride. Um, I ride have cameras on my bike now just so I can document my death. Um, but... Uh, <laughs> But at the same time, I don't think there's as many people out on the roads riding like we used to. You look at your neighborhood, you know, very few kids are riding their bikes around the neighborhood, which increases the speed of cars through neighborhoods as well, um, which just gives that general idea that bikes aren't out there and people aren't looking for kids squirting around. Um, But at the same time, for for the most part, I feel like people are... um, fairly respectful on the roads where we run into problems is when people decide they're going to ride three or four abreast across a road and are just and again, impact all of us that ride (laughs) correctly or on the right hand side or as single file as possible. I think we we get the we kind of get the the rub there but i i think it's just a, it's a combination of not as many people are out on bikes anymore um out on the roads and somebody gets hit once boom all of a sudden they're never going to ride their bike or they had a close call so they stay on the trails which i think i know more people with major injuries from crashing on the trail with separated shoulders and broken yeah. collarbones yeah. and running into little bikes and dog leashes and things like that so um i only say that uh, as, just, as a person that rides by myself a ton, yeah. I really don't have I mean, like that road you're saying, that's a highway I, I like riding on the highways just because there's a ton of vehicles there's a lot of, you know, if anything happens there's people right there And I think those weird, bizarre rural roads is where you run into the most problems because you're isolated by yourself and there's one car a mile one way and a mile the other way, yeah. and that's when people typically if they have something to prove, that's where it happens.
0: We're talking about kids not riding, I mean here's the thing, I mean lots of kids are riding now, they're just they're racing mountain bikes Mm -hmm. Um, mountain bike racing, high school mountain bike racing is uh, growing a lot, Um, it's not as big a deal up here in the northwest as it is in northern California, and Utah there's some places where it's huge but NICA and
1: uh, yeah, we're seeing it here,
4: Yeah,
0: you guys getting that here? We do have a club here, yeah in fact Um,
4: uh, our high school and middle school one in the state,
0: these kids are they're just not racing on the road, but they're fast. And we're going yeah. to, I mean, I almost predict that we're going to get in two or three years, we're going to start seeing some of these kids making it to Europe. Um, <clears throat> and they're, they're not only fast aerobically, they got amazing technical skills, and they love riding bikes. You know, I mean, my kid plays football, and I have a lot more, um, I'm a lot more comfortable watching him in a game than I am sending him to school on his bike.
1: You're more comfortable watching football. Yeah.
0: Really? Yeah. I, 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 I can go to a football game and watch him. He's a D lineman. He's, he, gets get, he, he has the potential to get really hurt every game. But the thought of him putting him on a bike and riding to school is scarier to me. Yeah. You know? But dude shreds. He's, he, he's got a, he, he goes to the mountain bike park. He does doubles. He's, he's a <laughs> really good rider.
1: I don't have a problem with that at all. I just, I mean, I'm, I'm kind of the same way, and I, I'm, I know I'm hypocritical, the guy who, who talks about this and is blaming all these things for the sport, but I don't know if I'd let my son leave tomorrow for Sandpoint. Um, my parents did, but, and I'm just trying to wrap my head around what made us change, what made, what made this mentality switch from the audience. Well, your
0: parents clearly yeah.
1: did a lot of drugs when, when you know, when you were.
0: And have you met there, my parents? There, I think yeah. Carson's nailed have it. Have you met yeah. my parents?
1: My parents did. My, my, my father. No, my father was as pure as the driven snow. Oh okay. Oh yeah, yeah. No, I'm serious. I, I wish I. My father you was wish. a bad boy.
0: No, he,
5: <laughs> my father was never a bad boy. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> so, so that's interesting. What Carson said, yeah. though, just to, I mean, it's promising in my eyes because we saw a lot of. A lot of mountain bikers switch to road riding, and we've seen road riders back a long time ago yeah. switch to mountain bike. You look at, well, Peter Sagan, you look at um, Rasmussen, you look at, you know, these guys that came from that scene. So, is that if we're seeing junior cyclists or younger riders, you know, they're racing mountain bikes. Yeah, but I mean, yeah. is, is, will they race mountain bikes? Forever? Or they, do you think that maybe this is just, again, they, they reach a point where they're going, yeah, you know what? I think uh, I've done my mountain bike time. I want to try some of this road stuff. It looks pretty cool. Hopefully road will still exist. Opportunities will still be there. Because it seems like races are disappearing. And to, to recapture those races, you take the Washington Dress Cycling Classic yeah. or something like that. I mean, you're not, you're not going to put a race through the boulevards or Rockwood no. or High Drive or anything everybody's, like that.
1: Everybody's taking their venues out of town. And, which means there are less spectators, which means there's less sponsors who want to be involved. Right. And, because that's the only place they can go.
5: Right. And so you do the mountain bike racing. It's a closed yeah. course. Still, it's <laughs> the risk is high <laughs> in terms sure, of wrapping but, around it. But, I mean, it's, it's simple to close off. You don't have vehicles. You're not inconveniencing local traffic. You're not inconveniencing neighbors. I mean... I mean, Gino puts on the the, the Wednesday night series with, with flag. He doesn't put up snow fencing or anything. No. He just puts up put, stakes things yeah, in stakes the ground. It's pretty really slick. Yeah. People get lost occasionally, but whatever. Yeah.
1: No, okay. And, and I, I have always wondered why this, there's this mystique about, especially road and probably triathlon, this fear of sending people out or going out and being injured where I've seen some mountain bike crashes that have been, like you said, Worse.
4: Yeah. yeah, just like a uh, recent um, teammate of mine just doing the 10-hour mountain bike race. Yeah. Last lap, crashes, hits a tree, uh, goes flying, lands on a rock, and crushes uh, his pelvis, shatters it. So, I mean, those things happen. And You know, you get hit by a car, so it's just part of life. I mean, whether your son's playing football and gets, you know, breaks and tears an ACL. That's just, we got we to gotta face it. That's. I think our generation is parents, and I was a part of that is we have a tendency to overprotect our children and why that ever happened. I think we're starting to get that um, a little bit of a, a knock because yeah. we've done that. Uh, the, the big blame on millennials and stuff yeah, uh, not being active and getting participation stuff. But I want to say something about the mountain bike stuff with uh, kids. I think kids starting mountain bikes, I think it's, it's good whether they go to road or not just to learn mountain, I mean, road or bike handling right. skills. Because they're road riders, yeah, <laughs> well, you get road people that go straight to road. They, they are, they're a death trap. I mean, they're, you're like, dude, you just need to relax. Just learn to handle your bike. And I think mountain bikes for a young age, BMX racing, all that is, should be where they, you start them, not on road. I really do believe that. So,
1: Okay, let's shift, shift gears a couple more times here before we get to the, the, the silly part. Gentlemen, let's talk about your heroes.
5: Wait, well, hold on. When you say shift gears, were you thinking manual or electronic? I'm right. just Simplex. when you envision retro friction, down tube. Oh, oh, wow. Damn right. Nice. Yeah,
1: nice. yeah. I'm really glad that
4: Carson. <laughs>
1: <laughs> really glad that like only a, the people geez. on the, who actually have downloaded Ma- the podcast are listening right now, because everybody else would have been just crickets. Mavic. Yeah. We yeah. laughed. Mavic. Zap.
0: Ooh.
4: Hey. Oh yeah, yeah.
5: That First interfered with that interfered with the overhead. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cables tables.
1: I was the last guy racing with down tube shifters. I'm pretty sure.
5: I don't know. I, I did. It.
1: I, yeah, I raced pretty got late. Come on over. I off. got some simplex. I got those yeah. are yeah. nice. I, do too those. I have a I have a coffee can full of. Them. I
4: had campy retrofication. Yeah. What? I had the campy retrofication. Oh, no, yeah, yeah. no, not oh. not the synchro. It was actually they had their version <laughs> of the simplex, and it was better. I'm just saying. And
5: I lost we are them. are so nerding out right now. <laughs> he started with the shifting I'm trying peers. to think of how much I paid for those simplex, simplex retro frictions. I think I bought them at two wheel. My first
1: pair were given to me. Uh, I don't who? know who buy. It was in
5: a stocking. Just some creepy
1: guy walking down the street. <laughs> <Jesus>. <laughs> These Rebecca will never take off. gave me my
4: shifters. <laughs> <laughs> Rebecca. <laughs>
1: she did not say much. She just... You know, you she guys. she handed them to me, then Mark Whitehead punched me in the face. Yeah, yeah that's right. He did? No. <laughs> I mean, you'd be one of a couple. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> <least. laughs> yeah, exactly. So speaking of those, let's talk about the the, the riders, the the Wait, is there some connection to
0: Rebecca Twig that we're t- that we're missing here? Is she with? gonna show up? Is oh, she gonna yeah, walk yeah, in she behind open it. Curtain <laughs> <number> three.
1: <laughs> and here she her. is. Say something, Rebecca. Uh <laughs> well
5: that's cut ca- no that her, her, her interviews were really, really silent. Right her interviews Where is were she really living silent. anyway. Did she have a <laughs> location? <laughs> I she's
0: and in I my, lost control again. She's, she's in my dreams. Yeah. Yours too apparently. Uh, apparently.
1: <laughs> I don't edit, gentlemen. Um <laughs> screw that question. Um hey, I wanna ask you guys something and I want you guys to embarrass yourselves in order to do it. We both, we all, all, four of us came up riding in the in this 1980s and early 90s. What were the songs that motivated you oh while my God. you were out training? What were the songs in the bands that really,
5: really did it for you? I'm sure it was on a mixtape. Yeah, that, for sure. That, you know
0: who made the best mixtape I ever ever had was Eric Stuhog made. A couple. There's <laughs> a name I haven't heard. Oh, my God. Oh well, yeah, we'll keep in touch. but The drugs didn't wash it out. <laughs> uh, no, no, here's the thing. So everybody's got that guy that get, that turns them on to good music. Yeah. For me, that was Eric. Like, he turned me on to, oh, man, like, him and Scott Schaefer, both. Like, they they got me totally into the right music for bike racing. Okay. <laughs> and even to this day, like, I, you know, that that period, like, 86 to 85 to 90 – that's it. Like, I can hear Smiths or the Buzzcocks or the Violent Femmes. Okay. Like, that's it. I'm, like, snapped in. I feel yeah. good. Like, I, it's hard for me to hear new stuff.
1: Okay. No, I, I'm in complete agreement. But, okay, so Smiths, Buzzcocks, I, I've said that word twice, and nobody even moved.
5: <laughs>
1: so you nobody know we're doing okay. okay. Yeah. They didn't look up. Yeah. Uh, now, if you mention the Dead Kennedys, who, we're probably getting a Kennedy's, response. Dead yeah. Kennedys. Butthole yeah. surfers. Butthole surfers. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I grew up in Seattle, which
0: is—I'm sorry. Oh, so, Carson, Carson,
1: you dropped that name on the floor so there. So
0: much yeah, cooler. Pick that up. The music scene was so damn good, <laughs> so damn good. This is before the whole grunge bullshit happened, which is ridiculous. <laughs> I'm, I'm
5: glad you said that.
0: Oh my god, that—that that was it. Washed out too. That was ridiculous. But I mean, we had some great bands there. You know, like such uh, as Heart. Huh? It was what? Heart.
1: Yeah, there was. Uh, uh, Queensryche, oh, Sir Mix-a-Lot. Wow. <laughs> I'm intentionally making fun of you because there was uh, nothing that before that is good, brunch, man. That is good. Uh, there was crap uh, before You guys drug. had a
0: really good heart cover band that came from Spokane. I remember hey, that.
1: Yeah. Hey, we had Bing Crosby, man, so we went. Roger? Man.
5: <laughs> 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 I'll probably have to say um, Talking Heads, okay. Cars, yes. and... Uh, Here's my little uh, anything that was pretty pop upbeat, but uh, like dead or alive. Oh, yeah, there's a confession. Dead or
1: alive or DOA?
5: Dead or alive, like okay, same band, wasn't it? Um, I'm I'm sure there's a bunch, Crazy Eights. Remember Crazy Eights? Oh, Seattle band, yeah, (laughs) was it? Or I thought they were Portland. Maybe they were, but you're going to claim them. West Coast. Yeah, Yeah. we're going to take everything from Vancouver
0: (laughs) (laughs) to like Redding, down to
1: to
5: Ashland. We we got I
0: five. You guys got I don't know what. Yeah, Paul.
4: Well, I think it wasn't any particular band. Well, we always traveled in a pack, and so you know everybody had to select their their band, and we had to listen to to somebody's band. So. Certain trips, like wait, uh, you're talking about road trips, fire, like driving trip, in the car. Yeah, you're going okay. to Portland, you. you know, Seattle, where the music there. scene was. I was and, like, somebody uh, have a st- know, <laughs> have stereo <laughs> to their and the too. velodrome. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. You get. I had this little uh, GTI with five bikes on it, five guys packed in this thing, <laughs> it smells like an armpit <laughs> yeah. and all <full> sweat, <laughs> yeah. you know. And uh, so we would have we'd be listening to Unforgettable Fire is one, and the Black Crows. Oh yeah and yeah it, Joshua Tree that that oh, that yeah. was it, it Joshua was Tree was a sucked.
0: defining moment for young bike racers yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sure that was on <laughs> my mixtapes so, too <laughs> Thank you
4: Remember Black Flag
1: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Henry so, Rollins 100%. was on a on a episode of Portlandia last night and I saw him and I was freaking out and my son was looking at me like I was on drugs it's like, you have no idea who that guy is. Who's the old guy with the tattoos? Yeah, 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 exactly. I'm not going to lie. I was far more, unfortunately, way into New Wave. I was in uh, excess. I was uh, Ice House. I got into a big Australian phase for You're a while. sensitive kid, huh? Yeah, oh, yeah.
5: But in excess. Come on, in excess. Yeah. I mean, that
1: That
0: was, yeah.
5: Did you like, did you like soft Cell? No <laughs> tainted love, <laughs> and, and screw you.
0: For the, for the record, uh, even though the rest of us are naked, uh, Pat is wearing a pink shirt right now.
1: I am. I'm in touch with my feelings.
0: And he did you see the car I drove Ice over? Ice House, and he drove. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> I won't even mention
5: that. <laughs> <laughs> hey. Ice House, how many, how many uh, are songs did oh. they even release?
1: Oh, my God, there are like nine oh, Ice really? House albums. Yeah. Well, I, I could, know, but I how many actually them. were played
5: on one the Ice House radio?
1: Album. I had them all. Uh, really? Primitive Man was a great album. Ma- uh, Man of Colors was the one they got famous in, but that was when they were big into like really long mullets. It was it was it was embarrassing. Gosh, Ice House, Midnight Oil. I was big into Midnight Oil. Yes, like, anything
5: from Australia, I was kind of into for a while there. Didn't they name a beer after them, Midnight Oil? No, Ice House. Oh, yeah. Thanks, Roger. You know, actually, the, the first
0: <laughs> beer I ever drank in a bar was with Roger. <laughs> really? Yep.
5: It was in New York City first beer I ever drank in a bush was.
4: <laughs>
5: <laughs> oh, whoa. <laughs> We're back to Rebecca. We're back. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry.
4: Sorry.
5: Oh. Hey, oh, hold on. Before you say that, who, I think I'm the only one that has raced on the same team as everybody in this room.
4: You know what? You may have Wait,
5: some. what? That's true. Yeah, I've raced on the same team with when all of When did you
1: race you. with Carsten? Karsten.
5: When we raced Eastern for... Eastern Washington yeah. University, collegiate cycling, 1989. Track Tentown, nats. Track nats.
0: Only no, time man. I ever rode
5: on a track. Really? <laughs> <laughs> really? Yeah. Really? yeah. I, I Remember
0: when we mooned Jamie Carney? Yeah. We, we... <laughs> yep. Oh, another Rebecca Twig uh, reference right there. Okay. What's the Rebecca Twig connection? To Jamie Carney? Yeah. Oh, she didn't I'm talk to you. him? Huh? She didn't talk to him? No, she... <laughs> She did quite a bit with him. Oh, yeah. Great. Yeah. yeah. Things that we wanted to do. But, no, so the right lawsuits that <laughs> are uh, going to come <laughs> down over this
1: <laughs> podcast alone. That was I don't your first be year in podcast.
0: a bar. Oh, in a bar. Yeah, gotcha. yeah in a bar. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> 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 rolling Rock. We were in, uh, we were in the TGI Lower Fridays, side. right? Some
5: like some bar. Because Perry took us there.
0: Perry took us there. And, uh, yeah, we were drinking beer. Rolling Rocks, I thought. I was so freaking cool. Wait. Is this, is this the kind of podcast where you can say... You fuck. can. Can I say fuck yeah, it? We, we, I, we were I don't so know if <laughs> cool. studio audience is cool with that. <laughs> I don't think they're listening. And then to we, slept really listening. we slept in a car. We slept in a car at Newark Airport. Yeah. And we're still alive. And there was
5: some felony going on oh, yeah. across and the street. The police street.
0: showed up, and we left a car full of bikes in uh, in uh, Greenwich Village on the street.
5: Right. Just parked them on the street. Yep.
4: <laughs> you know what? <laughs> this is this is what people are missing if they don't bike race. You got stories like this. Absolutely, everybody's got a story. It's a road trip story. It's like you can make movies out of this stuff. Yeah, my,
1: they're still sharing the story. No, my only my highlight either. reel is the found out we we found out that our team Subarus you could turn the uh, windshield oh, yeah. wiper sprays to the side and you could drive down the street in Milwaukee and hit the windshield wiper sprayers and spray Yeah, we got chased people.
5: through Madison for doing yeah. that. I did high speed. I was,
1: I was with you, obviously. Yeah. Yeah, no, no,
5: we, we started doing that earlier. That was kind of oh. a fun thing, and so we were BVT cruising Tours. when we were over there before everyone came over for Super Week, yeah. and we had that time, because we were over there for Junior Worlds, yeah. whatever. Anyway, yeah, so we went cruising oh, down. We I think it was, Worlds. I forget where it was. It was somewhere in Wisconsin, and, uh, and we were spraying, and apparently we sprayed the wrong person, because they uh, jumped into the car and chased us. Oh, And so we were – Eric Calmon was driving Mach 8. I don't even think you'd go that fast in a Subaru. But we no, easily had it pegged in. at about 45 <laughs> and uh, going through neighborhoods. And then the police showed up <laughs> and basically said, hey, listen, we saw you, you know, spraying your thing. So you kind of had it coming. So just knock it off. And that was it. And then we drove off and uh-huh. went camping. Well, that story died oh, off yeah. pretty it fast. Did. It.
0: <laughs> it did. Oh, I gotta, I gotta, once, I'm going to give Spokane a huge compliment because when we come over here to race – the cruising downtown in Spokane in the late '80s was doesn't happen th- anymore. It was so fucking good. It was
4: amazing. <laughs> we have nothing else to do other than sit in their cars. No, and it, just, you know, and, that, and, seriously.
5: And you can't do that anymore.
4: No, you can't. Th- it doesn't. They happen. took it away. They took it away. Carson, yep. it's terrible here.
5: But
1: see, no, this is that we blame the parents. You can't go out on your bike. And you can't go out in your car on a Friday night in Cruise Riverside. I remember this one time when I
0: was 16, me and Rebecca Twig were cruising <laughs> in Shit. Spokane, downtown. Right. I had my Porsche. Right. I picked up my cell phone to perpetrate like I was talking. Yeah. <laughs> and, oh, man, it was it was a magic moment.
1: And Roger and then was then the driving alarm the other way, and he hand. sprayed me. He sprayed me. We yeah. were fluid. 41 minutes and 7 seconds, and I just wanted to mark that was the moment I lost control. We should give a nod show. to this awesome beer. Yeah. We've obviously been drinking a lot of it. It's delicious, isn't we should, it? We should, uh, you know, give a little plug. It's like, well, I, I will, I promise. I do a little pause oh, here I between see. the okay. show and we all get right. ready for the trivia, and all of our audience member can vote. Sorry, guys. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I, I have one last question before we get to the trivia, gentlemen. First of all, does the term mammal mean anything? And second of all... Mammal? Are you one? Middle-aged man in Lycra. What are your thoughts on the term and, and what's wrong? <laughs> just why, why in the his, fuck do we have right to label breast?
4: people? Why do we have to have a label? Yeah. It doesn't matter if you're middle-aged or not. That's why I think it's a dumb thing. I'm not going to watch that stupid film. There's no way I'm even going to give them a dollar. Because yeah. I am one of those bastards, and I don't want that fucking label. <laughs> so there. <laughs>
5: oh, what are you talking about? <laughs> There's a movie. Man- oh, okay. M-A-N-I-L. Okay. M-A-N-I-L. Middle aged man. Karsten and I are staring at each other going, You haven't heard this? They're term? just riffing, aren't they? Chris, <laughs> <laughs> <We're> just... <Kirsten laughs> you're like Robin just... <laughs> You're from Seattle. You should know this. I know. I should know this. it. No, I don't watch TV. I know Mid- that sounds. Middle aged kind of... man in lycra. That's the mammal. name of the show.
1: Well, no, that's the, that's oh, the, the term. That's okay. the term. That's the concept given to the, the what our sport is becoming with this middle aged man. See, and that's, what I, that's
5: what I feel like. And I, again, I'm, this is not some new revelation that I had. I think that's where we're still seeing that. The large participation is our age group, and it's just slowly moving to the tail end. There's nothing coming up. We're the ones that are jacking the price up on all these all, – uh, are buying these the, the equipment <laughs> that is – that is ridiculously priced, but it's, I'm not saying it's not worth it. I'm just saying that it's entirely worth it. It's keep buying I'm, bikes. You know, I'm, you know what Carson hey, does, right? Y- yes. You, okay. I'm go. well aware. I'm just saying, but they're they're only providing what we're what we're paying for and what we're asking for. So I'm, that's what I'm. I'm not against it. I mean, you see what I ride. I if yeah. it's yeah yeah. Oh, well, I, I mean, have. <laughs> I I'll buy it. Envy is a sin. But if I day. was a 16 uh, year old. Trying to get into the sport,
4: right there. that's okay.
5: That's tough. I know we're running
0: over, but Bart Bowen had this great idea.
4: I agreed with he it. He did.
0: Yeah. Okay, on You're, this very show. Yeah. On this very, yeah. So his idea well, was this that one. <clears throat> this one's a train wreck. Um, junior racers should have it's like F1 racing, or right. You should have one bike. You could be a rich kid, you could be a poor kid, but you roll up to the line on the same aluminum frame with mechanical shifting, probably Altegra. Aluminum wheels, and the fastest kid wins. Because right now, it's... The fastest it, equipment. Ken, it helps.
5: Yeah. yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah, and some little punk on a $20,000 bike shows up, and you want to just, you know, like, you don't want to cheer for him because the kid who's on the $500 bike is probably, could be more talented. Yeah. You know? That's a problem in the sport. That is a problem in the sport. I agree. I agree.
1: So they're just paying too many middlemen in the sport. Hey, let's get to uh, the the trivia realm (laughs) of things. And um, I I usually pause at this point in the show to allow our audience to come over and vote for who they think is going to win trivia. But do do I need to pause? Do I need to pause? Lance Armstrong. Lance Armstrong. Oh, we have to urinate. Oh, I said that over a sound system. Um, So we are going to pause to let the audience vote for the people they think is going to win trivia tonight. I have three categories, gentlemen, and I'll let you think about it while we're pausing. First category, who said it? Second category, who did it? And the third category, who wrote it? With that being Road said, with an R? Road. R-O-D-E. R-O-D-E. <laughs>
4: Thanks, because I'm not alerted.
1: I will pause I momentarily for our audience members. We've got some swag that we're going to give away oh to the winner. I'm not bringing any of that home. Yeah of of whatever category it goes, so uh, go for it. We should. We
0: should just dig in here and start touching stuff.
2: Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time.
1: right and we are back this is the time in pack filler what we call the pack filler trivia
0: you know i'm gonna just take this hat you know why
1: you can't lick the swag it's my hat now that is disgusting actually you know what i'm gonna keep that in the swag pile and now we're gonna (laughs) it's gonna go for even more
4: (laughs) carson spittle
1: all right gentlemen i am keeping track uh which one when one of you's talking on a mic and the other one's not talking on a mic, I'm it talking. really makes a bad podcast. No, I
0: know Roger's name dropping like, a like,
1: okay, listen to the host now. It's what? my turn. What? Eyes on me.
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay, <laughs> you will you will ring in with your name simply by saying your name. That is how I know who's who's ru- who has rung in first. All right. First category, as I said, was who said it. I will provide you with either a quote from a person, company, or movie. The first person to properly identify the category wins a point. Extra point for that person if they identify what the person, company, or film was. Does that make sense? So if I were to say this has nothing to do with cycling, for example, you're gonna need a bigger boat. You would ring in and say, Pat, film, jaws Jaws. all right so this is all cycling related current some of them are going to go fast some of them are going to we're going to hear crickets chirp but we won't because there are people in the pub our first quote it never gets easier you just go fast oh paul paul said his name first to chime in that is the format Paul, it is from a person, movie, or company. It's
4: a person, and it's Greg Lamont.
1: Paul wins two points to light up. By the way, Paul crushes it at trivia. Second, he's never tired. He's never miserable. When I was young, I was tired and miserable. Paul. Paul.
4: Movie. Mm. Any film? Is it a film? It is a movie, yes. Yeah, and that would be uh, Breaking Away. No, uh, Paul. American American S- Flyers. American American pie? No, no, American flyers. American flyers? No. American pie. It was, no, that's not it.
1: What good. was it? That was it was American. Uh, no, it was <laughs> breaking away. It was breaking away. Yeah, it was breaking away. Said he said it was.
5: Oh.
1: Technology like this only comes around once every hour 19:49. What technic Okay, let me let me get more specific. Technology like this only comes around once. O N C E is all capitalized. Every one hour, nineteen minutes, and forty nine seconds.
4: There's the crickets.
1: I believe time is up, and um, that's from a company called Giant Bicycles. So, so this uh, is, like an, is this where like, where like a? Yeah, is this like a uh, thing? Yeah, and it was for yeah,
0: Giant. Onsay. Yeah. Onsay. yeah. Oh, that's Onse. TCR. Was Onsay, that? Giant. Yeah, it was yeah. A first TCR. Yeah. 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 Well, you're a little late. Okay. Uh,
4: <laughs> Giant. <laughs> Give him a half a point. That was good. No, I'm not uh, giving him a point. What does
0: TCR stand for, huh? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, yeah.
4: Total yeah. Carbon, I don't know. Do you know,
5: Carson?
1: Total yeah. Compact
4: Road. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: They marketed that well. They did. That yeah. We all know what it yeah, is. Yeah, we all know. yeah. <laughs> I, I know that ba-da-ba-ba-ba is an ad for McDonald's immediately, but I don't know what T-shirt <laughs> In lowercase, I mean. I'm too. It. Yeah.
5: All in lowercase.
1: <laughs> uh, ride your bike, ride your bike, ride your bike. Paul. Paul. Uh, it's a person. Oh, God, he's right. It is a person.
4: No, I'm trying to think. You know who this would one? Uh, I'm going to say Albert Einstein. Nope. Ah, damn.
1: Pat, uh, sitting in the audience, you know who said it? I'm sorry, it was Fausto copy, Fausto copy. So, at, at this point, Paul has five points. Roger and Carson still yet to get on the board.
5: It's all part of the strategy. Oh, this is like a
1: competition? Yeah. Oh, I'm totally getting it now. As long as I breathe, I attack.
5: Paul. Paul. Person.
4: Yeah. Bernardino. Oh.
1: Yeah. Both are correct. Huh? No, it was Bernardino.
4: Oh. Yeah. No, Damn. No. Did I tell you I went to Perry roubaix
1: you did you go to Perry Bay. Right. Um, I'm going to skip around this because you know because um, it's it's going on like a lead balloon. Um, I do want to be a spokesman for clean cycling. I believe somebody has to stand up for the current generation. I am happy to do that. Person, Roger, person. Yeah. Yes, I'm
5: just going to stick with that.
1: You going to give me the person to um, try?
5: Um, mm. little tad of irony to for a hint. How much irony? Pretty good dose. Does it r- rhyme with or sound like Pretty Lloyd Funny that I said,
1: No, actually, unfortunately, it doesn't. I think I but know who it
5: is. Can I well guess? Well, you can't.
1: Froome. You can guess. Yeah, it is Chris Froome. Chris Froome so um, no. I knew the answer. Yeah. Um, here's a, here's a very difficult one, but if you think about it hard enough, it might come to you. I'm hungry. This was from a writer asked about his impressions after a race. Roger, Roger, person, yes.
5: That's it. Any guess point. on the person? Yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Who would be that blunt and potentially humorous?
5: Uh, Sagan.
1: Yes, I gave you that one, uh, Roger. That was that was Peter Sagan.
4: So extra points. What does he eat at the end of the race?
1: The gummy bears. Very good. Yeah, I get those so points. Pat gets a point. My last one Shiger. in this category. Last one, gummy bears? We got gummy bear fans. Yeah, yeah. We got a response from yeah. the gummy bear fans. I love it. Perfect. I found a new brand, by the way. They're awesome. Um, last quote, and who said it? Breaks are death. Company, well, dude, movie, or uh, I, I person? would Paul. Paul?
4: I'm going to say company, Campanola.
1: Both are incorrect. I'm sorry.
4: Yeah. It's a stab.
1: <laughs> we have a person or movie, gentlemen. Roger. Uh, Quicksilver. Roger. He chimed in with his name. Damn!
4: (laughs) You'll get it. You'll
1: get it, (laughs) (laughs) Carsten. Movie? Your movie is correct. Any guess? Is it Quicksilver? (laughs) No, it's Premium Rush.
4: I would never You brought that that? movie up once before. And you You didn't bring up Pee Wee Herman's
5: Great Big Adventure. That that has more cycling in it. It's all about his bike.
1: Next category. Well, actually, after the first category, we have uh, unfortunately Carsten. representing Bend, Oregon, with no points. We have Roger with four points, and we have Paul Maine with seven points. So it's not over, but it's, you know. Next category is who did it? I will provide a race or accomplishment, and you will tell me the person that did it. Okay? Once again, chime in with your first name. First cross-country mountain bike world champion. Paul. Paul?
4: Uh, Tomac.
1: I'm sorry, that's incorrect. Do I have anybody else?
5: The audience can't answer. Oh, um, Ned Overend, Roger, Ned Overend, Roger, Ned Overend is correct. I just had to go older. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Second, first North American male to wear the yellow jersey in the Tour de France. Paul. Paul.
4: Alex Stida.
1: Alex Stida. God damn it! <laughs> that is correct.
4: Carson, it's your name first. Uh, no. So that was your name. God.
1: Start with the name. No, my name is Alex Did Tita. You see your name? <laughs> <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> uh, has won the most world championships. Rider that has won the most world championships.
5: No, going to
4: be road. It's tied, so it's got to be in another category,
1: right? Rider that has won the most world championships.
5: Not necessarily a guy, and not necessarily road. <laughs> yeah. If you
1: guys chime in with your name, I can give you help. We're helping each you. other. Yeah, you oh, what we're doing. Carsten. Rebecca Twig. <laughs> <laughs>
5: so K- nice.
1: Chris in the audience. Jeannie Longo. Chris Ooh. gets a point. I'm I putting, putting Chris as as them. I'm putting audience Pat and Chris <laughs> as their own <laughs> category. And they have one point on the board.
5: Clean as they came.
1: Executive produced and starred in the worst cycling movie of all time, in Pat Bulger's opinion. Executive produced. Carson, Kevin yes. Costner, American Flyers. No, oh, fuck. <laughs> 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 Executive produced and starred in the worst cycling movie of Paul, all time. Paul, I
4: don't know his name, but it is uh, pharmacy farm. Oh. Pharma, uh, oh. Whatever pharma. somebody could steal from
5: Paul. Tour de to pharmacy. Tour to pharmacy. Need the person. Roger. Yes. Oh, uh, who? Uh, Andy Sandberg. Andy Sandberg. Sandberg. Yeah. That was pretty bad. True. It was horrible. I haven't watched it. It hasn't come yeah. to Netflix yet.
1: Oh, d- don't. It, it, will, it, will, no, it will drain your, live, your will to live.
4: Take his points away. He said it was awesome. Um,
1: <laughs> okay, I, all I need is a decade here, a specific decade, okay? I
4: decade go way back. that
1: the first writer reportedly died after drinking a blend of cocaine, caffeine, and strychnine. Roger. Carson. 60s.
5: 50s.
0: 40s. 1960s? Yeah,
5: 1960s. Okay, Roger? Uh, 1950s. Paul? 40s. 1880s. That was my wait, next wait. guess. Yeah. That yeah. was me my too. next, next guess. Okay, I want to acknowledge here that this is
0: the first time I ever said my name first. yeah. So Do I get a <laughs> point? I, I get a point for that. <laughs> yeah. oh, give him okay. a point,
4: seriously.
1: He's got to fly home to bed tonight.
5: I'll yeah. give him a point.
1: Yep. Inventor of the arrow bar or tri-position Roger. clip-on
5: handlebar. Roger. Scott. Oh, actually, Boone Lennon. Boone Lennon is... Correct. Who did it first?
1: I'd a t- I'd i did the triathlete get that? Roger, I'd also take Pete Pensiers. Pete Pensiers has been rumored to be the, the originator of that because he kind of jury-rigged something during the Race hmm. Across
0: America. I thought he was riding a Scott Barr. Wasn't he riding a Scott Barr?
1: I think he did something, some sort of an adaption beforehand. Ad- adaption? Adaptation. That's what I was looking for. Uh, it's okay. really warm in these windows. Here we go.
5: Changed everything.
1: Okay, our last. Uh, no, not our last. Um, composed the song Tour de France. Carsten. Oh. Karsten. Karsten? <laughs> you just wanted to say your name. Kraftwerk. Kraftwerk. Karsten's got a point, everybody. Who uh,
0: Seattle Kraftwerk. music, Kraftwerk. you know. Yeah. Karsten's got
1: a point. <laughs> See, I would have gone John Tesh. Yeah. Oh. oh. Craftwork just rolled over in their grave. And
5: then I don't know that song, but all the music he produced in the eighties, yeah, terrible, it's terrible, horrible.
1: Terrible. Uh, founder of the sport of triathlon. I'm looking at Roger directly in the eyes. He's Ooh, you, I,
5: I, I, um, uh, are Satan? Yeah. Are are now? Are you referencing Iron Man started Iron Man or I, triathlon? I, I
1: I I do my research on the internet.
5: <laughs> um, Tom Warren. Would be Iron Man, but I don't know. I honestly don't know um, who it would be for triathlon. Roger
1: might have to help me on this. I, mean, I was looking for Jack Johnston or Don Shanahan.
0: Both, sure. look, really like Both look really good in speedos in San Diego. Both
1: look really good. It's I know in San Diego. That's <laughs> um no, it was it was one of those two names
5: in San Diego. Though I don't know.
1: Okay, I just
5: look up the facts. Was it swim bike run or was it a? Run, swim. I, Roger, I had the founder throw. of sport
1: of triathlon on my piece of paper, and let's just. <laughs> All move on. I have is,
5: and it's with an A. Triath- <laughs> triathlon, triathlon, um, triathlon.
1: Last one in this category: person who stayed married to Lance Armstrong for a total of five years. Roger, Roger, Kristen Armstrong. Yes. Do you have her maiden name? I'll, I'll huh? give it to you. But do you have her maiden name? Uh, because Kristen Armstrong was a different person Kristen, altogether.
0: Kristen. Well, she took. That she, mm. I w- she did take the last name.
1: Yes, but not the bike racer.
5: No, true. Yeah. Kristen.
1: It's okay. I'll I'll give it what to you. Kristen it? Richard.
5: Ah, uh, yes. I thought that was a nurse. All right. Our
1: our our final question before we go we go to the tiebreaker, which is always you have to answer the tiebreaker. Is who rode it? Who rode Rode it? Yeah. R O D E. <laughs> Also known as, in previous episodes, as the horse you rode in on. I'll provide a rider, a race, or a year. A rider in a race in a year. So it's a person in a year in a specific race. Or a team, or a person of note, and you all tell me the bike involved or the bike ridden. Okay, so for example, if I was to say... Chris Froome in the 2018, 20, in the twenty eighteen Giro d'Italia, you would say your
5: name and then Pinarello, right? Are there any tricky ones like? Oh God, yes. Okay,
1: yeah. Jeez. All right, Lance Armstrong in his first Tour de France stage victory. Roger, Roger.
5: Eddie Merckx. Roger, correct. Whoa, I Good dropped one. my
1: mic with an Eddie Merckx. Carson, oh, I got to give a points update. Uh, Roger with uh, no, please nine, don't. <laughs> Paul with eight, and Karsten with two. It's not over yet, Karsten. Um, team Telecom in their first year of operation, 1991. Paul. Paul. Pinarello. Anybody else? No, that's incorrect. Roger.
5: 1991. Roger. Giant.
0: It wasn't ninety one. They were writing. They wrote Giant, but not till uh,
1: like. It is a time podcast, but you got a lot of time to answer this one since both of them are out, so you can <laughs> give it a shot. Okay, hold on a second. This is this boys and girls are what we call dead air, <clears throat> provided by. Like
0: Carson to take him. this time
5: to think. <laughs> <laughs>
0: This is killing me, because they didn't write Giant until the mid-2000s.
5: Can I give you five seconds?
4: Uh,
5: Davidson. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been a logical Had second to put in a Seattle <laughs> thing. I'm
1: sorry. The trick, The trick there was they were also on Eddie Merckx. Ooh. That's right. Yep. Yeah. I can, was it pink still? Yep. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. Okay. I throw these out there every once in a while, Dave Scott in the Iron Man in nineteen eighty Roger Roger Centurion Roger wins with the Centurion. I'm not playing favorites, I promise I no, just no, no. you know the people at home Actually, I every sold time those. he says his I, old I name sold those, every I know time that. he says his own name, people yeah. are drinking at home, so I mean we're <laughs> <laughs> contributing to alcoholism yeah. right now um the Cliff Pro women's Mountain bike team currently car car. Ste- and Karsten, <laughs> currently, currently, uh, they're right in Karsten on the board with three points with an Orbea. That's easy. Yep. Current steed for Team Jelly Belly. Oh, Karsten. Karsten. Argon 18. Argon 18. See, Karsten's coming back. No, it's, w- it's yeah, it's it's boring.
5: Sorry, I'm not talking to you. You ready?
1: 1985 was the year. The race was the hell of the West, and the rider was Marcus Summers. Paul. Paul.
4: Specialized LA. Specialized nice.
1: LA. Nice. Paul, I will give I will give you an extra point if you can name the team sponsor. Carson. Carson. Shaver, Shaver Sport. Yeah. <laughs> what did you say? Shaver Sport. <laughs> did you say Shaver Sport? Yeah. Should I give it to Carson? Yeah, Please. I'll give it to yeah. Carson. He's 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 drowning out there. Uh, next. The race was in 1979. The race was named the Chinzano 100, and the rider was Dave Stoller. Roger. Roger. Benotto. uh I'm sorry, that's incorrect.
0: It was in Indiana.
4: <laughs> yes, it was. They were cutters. Yeah. Great oh, it was a little swimming hole.
0: Is the little? It wasn't the little five hundred. No, it was a. It was a. race where he got the pump in his. T- in the his, little five hundred
5: was an AMF that Roadmaster. Was, that wasn't the race. That was a training ride. Oh uh, no! No, he was no, racing. That no, was we got oh, race. That was. He was yeah, racing yeah. the Italian. That's what yeah. turned him off to bike what racing bike was forever. He on?
1: Yeah.
4: I would have said it's Benotto, but yeah, I, I. don't know why I remember Benotto.
1: What's that? Colnog? No. I'm sorry, Dave Stoller rode a Mossy.
4: Um.
5: Yep.
0: Yeah, I thought you were talking about the race he was in.
1: It was the Team Cinzano 100.
5: Yeah. Because the team came from Italy to go do their... Dave Stoller was the writer. Yeah, I you were talking about what
1: the team oh, I don't know what the mm. team wrote. Crap, I'm going to have to watch the movie again. <laughs> that,
5: that's All right, yeah, that's...
1: in case you can't tell the reoccurring theme I'm having here towards the tail end. Jack Casey was the name of the writer. It was 1986, and he was on the streets of New York as a stock trading messenger. Carsten. Carsten.
4: Oh, what was he riding? What was he
0: riding? Oh, <laughs> you Paul, were going to name some the Some janky
4: steel fixed gear. Paul. I'm going to say Quicksilver because that's the name of the movie. <laughs> no,
5: it wasn't, unfortunately. Roger, you got time? Uh, I'm going to go with uh, Schwinn. I'm sorry, it was Raleigh. Ooh, that's pretty close.
1: It was a Raleigh. That's good.
5: Raleigh, 1985 Prestige.
1: was the year. Oh. The race was simply an adventure. And the rider was Paul Rubens, a.k.a. Pee-wee Herman. Kirsten. Karsten.
0: Pee-wee's big adventure. Yeah, I know, it was, but it was a It was, was, it was a Schwinn. It was a Schwinn.
1: It was a Schwinn. I meant yeah. to say that. Uh. <laughs> our final in this category and our third category for the evening. 1986 Tour de France, Greg Lamond. Carson. Oh. Who got that, Carson? Yeah. He was riding a look. He was riding a look. Ladies and gentlemen, no, or I gentlemen and gentlemen, after yeah. three rounds. I
3: was
5: waiting for a jeton to yeah. come up. After three Charlie rounds. That was, a, that,
1: was, that was a, you
0: know, bike, or uh, uh, a finion bike. I thought you we were
1: going to
5: get a land shark in there. <laughs>
4: Aren't you in control of this? <laughs> no, I'm not in control
1: of this. this is, I'm just herding cats here. After three rounds, our current pr- points total. Paul Main, who has won trivia many times before, sitting at currently at nine points. Roger Thompson, everybody just drank, as at ten points. Carson Hegging bringing it back into the game with seven points. 100. By the way. In case you didn't know, our final category is going to be worth five points, and between me and the two audience members—by the way, who have <laughs> one point—the
5: <laughs> audience we get, has to judge, we get to judge.
1: We get to judge who gives the best oh, answer. Oh, I got gotcha. you.
5: I I know where this is going.
1: The final question is: What is the dumbest thing you have ever done or seen done on a bicycle? I will give you a second to think about it.
5: Wait, wait, that. And
1: whichever, whichever response entertains us the most wins. The dumbest thing you have ever done or seen done on a bicycle. I will play the Jeopardy theme right now at home when I'm editing.
0: This is not trivia. This is like real life kind of
1: shit right here. And well, yeah, but you got you to gotta make us all happy. This is gonna come whichever up with the best one we story. clap
5: and dance the most You dude. are from Seattle. You should win this. <laughs> no, audience doesn't get points for this I, I one got, I, got, I got one okay
0: Karsten are you going to lead us okay uh, mine's so good that it's going to top everybody I'll let these guys start it's, oh no go ahead <laughs> I'm actually very intrigued hubris from the man from Bend go ahead Roger I didn't claim I had one
1: <laughs> dumbest thing you've ever
0: seen did your speedo break like out in
1: and it cannot involve Rebecca Twig she is a desert flower I'll just pause here. (laughs) I'm I'm seriously going to pause. And we're back. Paul Maine is going to lead us with his first response. Dumbest thing you've ever seen or or done on a bike.
4: This happened from another guy here at Washington Trust Classic. Uh, We know him. He's a local... um, infamous rider tomas tom is his name ckl yeah he was he's one of those cat four guys that used to like race cat fours until he's bumped up because he didn't have a job and he earned his money you know racing bikes at cat fours so at washington trust Classic, it was a high purse he's winning all, all all these creams and everything he's got two laps to go he's on a breakaway by himself and some girl goes, go, Thomas. And you look back, and he waves at her and crashes into the curb. So I can't top that. <laughs> so then the story gets better because I'm at this, my viewing point, I'm at the start-finish line. This is this uh, Manitou Criterium. You would go up a hill, and there's like kind of a figure eight. It's, it, it was a fast course, that type of thing. And I'm, I see the pack go by, and no Thomas. Wait, you do, oh, okay, this is the same race. Yeah, same race. No, Thomas. Pretty soon, Thomas comes out, and he's got like bush twigs sticking in his helmet and in his back, and the sucker's got like he's down ten seconds. Within within two laps, he actually catches the pack, but only gets like I think sixth place or something. But he's a strong, strong son of a bitch. So, whoever who was the uh, announcer at the Washington Chess Classic?
1: That was Jeff Rose. Jeff Rose. Yeah.
4: His voice, if you can picture his voice saying, you know, after the end of the race, anybody at the corner of Tico and 22nd, can you help Thomas look for his house keys? He lost them in the crash. <laughs> I, I shit myself. I did. <laughs> that that topped it. That's the best one.
1: All right. There's our first story. I will, t- I will call it Tomas Sexy Wave. All right. Do we want to continue down the line and go with Roger, or do we want to jump to the man... Who thinks he would be king? Roger's never done anything stupid on a bike,
0: ever.
5: <laughs> is your story about me? <laughs> no. Oh, <laughs> no. <laughs> um, no, I'm going to let you. I don't. I can't. I honestly, I'm horrible. Mine I, is
0: so lame compared to that story. I was coming home. I was at Western Washington University in Bellingham. And I was coming home with a load of laundry on my back on my Bridgestone MB1. And this cop was had this guy pulled over for something and I'm standing there watching and I I stand up and I start riding and I, I forgot to put my quick release in my front wheel and I pulled I pulled my I, I lifted straight up my front wheel kept going and I face planted with a full load of laundry on the street and the cop completely ignored me and the guy getting pulled over like looked up and he's like, Are you okay? and The cops like riding this ticket, so it was a good. St- I don't know, if it was stupid necessarily.
4: That's, it, pretty, dumb. Some visuals, That's pretty dumb. Great like visuals, pretty Very good, very good. I could hear
1: that moment, you know, where they talk about your life pausing and you, you have that flashback yeah. moment. I could, I could imagine the pause in that moment would be the second the, the, the wheel came off the fork and you had just that, zing. yeah, you just had that sound, and it, it was probably very slow motion. Yeah, I was really high, <laughs> but that. <laughs>
4: That. See, you should have had <laughs> the, the very beginning of the oh, story, yeah
0: look <laughs> I think of I was going to school.:
1: <laughs> all right, yeah. I will um I was going to call it dirty laundry, but now I've got to find some sort of a Dave Chappelle reference to throw in there <laughs> uh, no, I, I can't take anything. Dirty laundry it is.
4: that was the last time I ever
0: smoked marijuana,
1: right?:
4: yeah. well, that's a good lesson, I guess Yeah. the man we're young from and Bend. old like.
5: Uh, Roger, you got anything? You know, the only one I have, and and what's going to be crazy is we're all going to leave here, and we're going to wake up in the middle of the night and go, oh, oh shit. that was oh. so much better.
1: How I did, will oh. take, I will take submissions. <laughs> okay, can until we do late till midnight? This is like a tax. <laughs>
5: <laughs> can I get an extension? Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, the only one that pops into my head that I think is just like crazy is anytime someone crashes and wipes people out oh, yeah. due to stupidity. I think of the next Phil Moore's and Jacob Hacker going into the final corner <laughs> oh of the Washington Trust Classic <laughs> <laughs> when they were tied on points. Um, oh, that's that's a good picture. That right wasn't there. it. That's not the they one. They took each but other out. Yeah, they went they were like whoever won that the, the final stage and they went I mean, it was a high it was a great race and they both went into the final quarter and just greased it out. Neither one. I mean, they both did. They walk across the finish line. Very, it was it was a mess. Claude Kelly and Steve Bauer, kind Ex- of a thing. Exactly, exactly. Yeah, so, I just got really old. Um, you this know, this
4: isn't about me in, in manager. Oh, interesting,
5: crit. interesting. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Rogers. Just getting <laughs> Where'd Paul go? Freshies yeah. as, the, as the moment. comes. <laughs> yeah. Well, easy there, easy there. I've, I've, I've been behind a few leadouts with pedals buried into yeah, corners, yeah, which yeah. send chills through my. And it, no, the one that I'm going to, um, I think I'm going to throw into the, the pool is, uh, I think it must have pr- probably been in 86, and it was on a closed course crit at Joe Alby Stadium. <laughs> And I was a master's rider, I, I'm guessing master's rider, who was known for a bit of his... He was his... probably
1: like 25. <laughs>
5: yeah, he was old. Yeah, he was yeah, like 30. Yeah. No, I don't... I mean, get, what do you thinking, 40s, All mid-40s? All i say is
1: after his cycling career, he went on to a huge, passionate dive into the world of recumbents. See, now you're ruining, just, know, I know, I know oh. you're ruining my Did story. You're ruining my story because that's
5: kind of the,
2: the oh. kind of the funny part well, of it.
5: So anyway, so it. he decided... Edit that out. He decided <laughs> that he needed to get a drink of water coming up on the last lap of a criterium. And he, th- in his mind, thought the closer you hold your hand to the middle of the handlebars, you have more control of the bike. So he <laughs> did that. Before tri-bars, obviously. Before tri-bars, obviously, because we all know you can steer with your elbows. Yeah, yeah, oh yeah. Um, So he grabs his stem... To drink water, and obviously wheel goes a little bit sideways, eats dirt. Something serious, I, oh, yeah. and and ended that. That was it. And then he pursued recumbent bikes, he, and we saw took him cruising around field. town with a flag. He took <laughs> <laughs> he took out the full field on that one. It I was, don't think anybody got out of that. It one. <laughs> It was. A, there was a yeah. guy from <laughs> Pennsylvania that had stopped here with some relatives that was going on to nationals. Yeah. And he ended up breaking his collarbone and wasn't able to race because he was behind this guy that was. Oh, yeah.
1: yeah.
0: I've taken out the whole field. You Does have? that count?
1: I did it here. Gas <laughs> doesn't count, Carson. Oh,
0: okay. Well, I did it. Really? Yeah. You took was, out the whole field. Took out the, you were there, probably. It was a quarter crit.
5: Oh, I remember that in the
0: sawmill field. Yeah. Yeah. It was uh, me. What, what did you do? Like 87? Yes. Yeah.
1: What did uh, you do? Who
0: knows? I just hooked handlebars with somebody, and next thing I know, I'm like in an ambulance, and they're doing stuff to me, <laughs> and nobody nobody could look me straight in the eye because I absolutely like pissed everybody. everyone off. Oh yeah. yeah,
5: I remember that crit. I don't. I remember a big wreck. It was a. a, great crit. It I, was a mid- I was
4: on the sidelines then.
5: It yeah, was like a. I it was midday. That. It was yeah, uh, hot. Gruesome. Yeah. Yeah.
4: Scraping metal yeah hell. oh yeah. yeah that noise that you know, scraping it's awful. oh yeah burnt flesh oh yeah, yeah. a little yeah. bit of swearing, that's bike yeah. racing Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah <laughs> I can't imagine people not want to get into this
0: oh, this <laughs> is where this yeah. is where this is where the nickname Crashton came from oh, oh too huh? yeah
4: Crashton.
1: is that where you're okay because I've never known that crash where any of Cortland
0: crit nineteen eighty seven <laughs> the entire field <laughs> junior field,
1: how many years ago was that and know, you can't
0: you're still stuck with it
5: okay how how many how many tires? It's like, it's like the joke have people rolled in racing. No, are you kidding? Rolling tires? Yeah,
0: that is so lame. I've never <laughs> rolled tires.
1: Really? I believe that's all the time we have, <laughs> ladies and
5: gentlemen. <laughs> I know Paul rolled it off the base tape.
1: I, yeah. I, 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 I glued yeah. it on oh. the night before I did a great job, and everything was great. Hey, all the cyclists are coming yeah. back from their rides. Yeah. Come on over, guys.
0: Now these guys none of these guys have rolled tires.
1: <laughs> they've rolled tires. All right. Between our audience members, I need to ask. We have three. We have Thomas's sexy wave. We have Roger's pre-recumbent disaster. And we have Karsten's dirty laundry. So I will ask. Should we do a thumbs up or applause? Applause might be kind of depressing.
5: Yeah, 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 Very depressing.
1: Thumbs up for Thomas's sexy wave. You can vote twice, gentlemen.
5: That was a that was a good one.
1: Uh for Rogers pre-recumbent. And for Karsten's dirty laundry, uh, I believe, ladies Carson and gentlemen, I they're being nice to the man <laughs> from out of town. Our final tally Paul finishes with nine points, Roger finishes with 10, and Karsten with 12 points. Look so at that. Back Did I fucking win. <laughs> trivia by the way there are medals in the bag that you get to go home with you but i don't know if it'll what pass airport security for you Look at exactly this. It's it you won can have a that, game for me you can have that castelli hat you licked.
4: and that medal carson show it to rebecca twig when you see her yes. she just oh, might you know uh, tonight, yeah. I yeah, there you go. tonight i think she's i think she's
1: living <laughs> in some sort of witness relocation program somewhere <laughs> but i'll find her someday <laughs> Um, I doubt they're listening, but I want to give big thanks to Badass Backyard Brewing Company for having us here and this incredible studio audience for being here and being a part of this show, especially both of you guys. Thanks, guys. Thanks, guys. Gummy bears. There go the gummy bear guys. Um, I also want to say, because I've been asked to, that uh, yours truly is going to be at the Chafe 150. I'm not doing 150 miles. I'm doing 80 miles this weekend. Um, if you listen to this show in the next forty eight hours, you can still register for it, but i'm going to be talking about them a little bit more next year. Other than that, I want to thank my my good friends for coming on and being a part of the panel it's It's warm in here, but it's been good beer and it's been good fun, and been good catching up with you guys. So uh, thanks, guys, for being a part of the show
2: Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time.